ladies and gentle germs, welcome to another episode of Your 30 with Marte and the, I don't know where he is, Arrogant Observer. What's, uh, I didn't ask you before we get, we got started, man. Uh, what's going on there, Arrogant Observer? Let's see what he's got. <laughs> oh, serve him! As in serve your man? Let me tell you something, Melvin. I am not serving Dr. Huxtable, Okay. That's the sign of thing that goes on in a restaurant. Now, I'm going to give him a cup of coffee, just like he gave me a cup of coffee this morning. And that young man is what marriage is made of. It is give and take 50-50. And if you don't get it together and drop these macho attitudes, you are never going to have anybody bringing you anything, anywhere, any place, anytime, ever. Woo! Woo! You a brave soul for bringing up uh, Cosby. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't bring up Cosby. I brought up Felicia Rashad. Yeah, it's kind of all attached to the same, same tree, fruit from the same tree. I'm just... uh, <laughs> ew, ew, that's kind of gross. Not, hey, I know, I, you know, it is, it is. Every, like everything you're saying, I'm just like, oh shit, he brought her a drink. Don't go to sleep, Claire. Don't go to sleep. <sighs> but that was wrong. I know. Which, which is even more dark because after that whole spiel that she does, he makes a mention of when you bring the coffee back, don't drink okay. it. And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> well, mm. yeah. well, but he always he dropped that, that shit. He like I said, know. surprise, motherfuckers, I'm nasty. <laughs> I'm nasty and I'm doing yeah. nasty shit. But y'all don't know it. But I know it. Are you? Um, I don't. I didn't ask you what you're talking about in your section. But uh, are you watching the George Floyd uh, trial? Nope. Mm-mm. No. 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 See, and this is the reason why. Okay. Why? I'm trying my. I I do understand that it's going on, but I have watched a lot of trials in my time. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, both of us grew up during the whole OJ thing. We were kids, and... bro. I, I like, I, I, I do remember it, and I remember being in a classroom cheering when they when they uh, announced him not guilty. The whole had class no idea for what. Like different classes down the way, but like they got the news at different times. Like we got it first, so we made the most noise first. Then two other classrooms down the way started making noise. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We should have been watching it. Uh, I didn't say what school I went to, so fuck it. Anyway, um, but I went you know, to a black kid. Catholic school and we did the exact same thing. Fair enough. I had no inkling of what was going on when that trial was going on. But yes, you're right. We did live through it. And bless your heart. If you if you sat through parts of that trial, I only remember the verdict. <laughs> so bless your heart. If you had to sit through uh, Johnny Cochran no. uh, mounting the defense. Here's the funny thing about that. I don't remember too much of it, but I know my parents watched it religiously because if you know mama, you know my mama. My mama is a huge fan of soap operas. So she's been watching. I thought you were about to say OJ. I was like, no, I had no idea she was a big fan of OJ. I knew she liked Prince. Oh, she's not a fan of OJ. OJ. Okay, that's that's, Uh, fair enough. Well, she's a fan of soap operas. She's been watching like the, she's been watching The Young and the Restless for as long as I've been alive. She's been watching it since she was a, since she was a child back in the 70s. So the one thing but the one thing that I found out is that as growing older is that OJ may or may have not killed his wife, but he definitely killed soap operas. Oh, right. Because 
his entire all the trial all of the trial preempted every soap opera that was on television and after that that was the decline of soap operas because all all of the ladies and some of the guys let's let's not be gendered in it a lot of people used to watch them like in the 80s and the early 90s then the oj trial came along preempted everything and people started losing interest well shit i don't want to wait until one o'clock in the morning to see what happened with so-and-so and and to make sure that the baby is his or the baby is not his and all of that shit so i'm just gonna watch something else and that's what essentially kind of killed it from there from then on out because there's like seven of them on there now they're four and my mom watches three (laughs) fair enough well i mean i've um i'm not gonna like i don't want to make it seem like i've been watching it um religiously or anything but I did spend a sizable amount of today, a small chunk of, not even a chunk, like a small niblet yesterday <laughs> uh, watching it. And um, I, I'm like, I don't, I probably could have been a lawyer. I just would not have been interested <laughs> in the work. There's a lot of work that goes in that, that just out of prep. But in terms of the arguing and, and this is the law, I could, I, I pretty much feel like I could do that, but yeah, bro. I, I I don't know. Anyway, I'm watching it. I'm, I don't know. I've been watching it you today, could, and it just you it infuriates be... me. It's like you're not wrong for not for not watching it. I'm I'm getting infuriated because it's it's a trial, sort of a formal setting, and you're own you're limited in what you can ask. And I mean, every single I would say every ten to fifteen minutes, there's an objection that has to have the the uh, jury removed. And then now we're sitting, listening to the talking heads while they sidebar. And then it's like, then you come kind of come back and forth. And it's like, but that shit has happened at least like four or five fucking times. And I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, the the thing I can take away from this is that it looks as though they're on the ropes. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas look like, like the defense looks fucking nervous. They don't want you to ask shit. So, I mean, in terms of that, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about that. That makes me feel a little bit better, but, um, yeah, bro. I, I, I like it's still early, but I'm also in a place of this could still not go our way, guys. This could, you could still we could absolutely get to the end of this and not find justice. So, yeah. absolutely. And what the one thing that I have pulled from this trial as of right now is the fact that everybody we've been saying for almost a year that this man was killed after. Derek Chauvin's knee was put on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And it's not eight minutes and 46 seconds. It's nine and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I understand that for a fair trial to go out, but how do you sit here and see a man put his knee on another man's neck for damn near 10 minutes it was 10 minutes nine and a half minutes 10 fucking minutes and not say oh yeah that definitely killed him i mean so have you okay so you you haven't watched or seen anything like do you have you no okay so i'm gonna say something maybe you already know this i don't know but they're the argument Mm -hmm. that they're making or at least that they tried to make a uh some you know position with today was the fact that he and his girlfriend were had an opioid addiction that they were struggling with. And more than likely, nine times out of ten, I mean, at least the way the way that the the, the um 
he wasn't health. He wasn't healthy enough to get choked out for ten minutes. He wasn't. Yes, that that's the main thing. Also, another interesting tidbit is that he potentially was buying drugs when they got when they you know approached him in the vehicle and stuff. He was more than likely because people he's in the car with are the people he normally buys drugs from, and he's in their car. I don't know about you. I've made a few drug deals before. Sometimes you hop in a drug dealer car. I'm just saying. So we here at the Your Thirty Podcast do not advocate drug use of any kind. And if you depends do on what issue, is classified as a drug, speak for yourself. But yeah, again, it depends. I'm trying not to get sued. Okay, fair enough. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, I know, I know the world and the law legally classifies certain things as drugs that the ninety percent of the population doesn't. I mean, they don't like it, but they don't classify it as a drug. It's it's a quote unquote gateway drug, whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, there are things that are illegal illegal in certain places that um, I don't classify as drugs. Simple as that. Uh, we here also at the Your 30 Podcast do not believe that marijuana... That let me finish, oh, okay. I'm because sorry. we are on the okay. same side with this, Oh, sir. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm jumping, <laughs> jumping ahead. We, I, really, I, I feel strongly, bro. You know it. We here at the Your 30 Podcast want to also recognize that even though the government classifies it as a schedule one drug we do not believe that marijuana is a drug in any way shape form or fashion and has more therapeutic has more therapeutic benefits than anything else shout out to of course the state of new york who recently um just legalized recreational marijuana so so all you folks in brooklyn just keep doing what you're doing Again, just keep doing what you're doing because Brooklyn is always high. So is the Bronx. I want to salute y'all. Give me one second. Oh my God. Um, salute. I can't stand you. Um, <laughs> say where we stand here. Solutions. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah. Oh, so there. Um, <laughs> so no, like that. That's what I took away from it. Now, granted, I, I want to say at some point I kind of fell asleep, bro. And that's where I got, that's where I sort of went. I don't know if I fell asleep before the trial or after. I'm, my day is all messed up. So real quick, I'm going to tell this and then we'll we'll jump into your section because we, um, gotcha. arrogant, arrogant observers got to get his workout on. And um, I feel him on that. I need to get mine on as well. But anyway. Um, I keep on telling you to come with me. <laughs> I will. I will. I will actually. Um Let's actually, you know what, we'll talk about it. Um, so I, at some point, woke up this morning, realized I had a meeting. Eventually the meeting got canceled. And that's what kind of threw me into the loop. Once the meeting got canceled, I was like, oh, okay, well, I can do a couple other things. So I wound up sitting down. Watch. So first off, we planned to record today earlier. I realized I had a meeting, hit Arrogant Observer up. I was like, hey, can we do it later? Arrogant Observer was like, yeah, cool, wonderful. This is early, like nine or eight or whatever. He, he just back says yes, brother, whatever, right? So <laughs> I go into the Lotus Den at some point just because I woke up early and just threw my whole clock and internal clock off and shit. So I woke up early. I don't know. <laughs> and at some point when I, I, I fall asleep and wake back up again, and I'm under the impression it's Wednesday. 
and I'm t- and I'm t- I'm texting Arrogant Observer as though, you know, hey, it's Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday. You think uh, we could? Just, 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 I don't even remember what the fuck I said, but I was I was under the impression it was Wednesday. And then I look at my clock in my phone immediately after sending the message and say, "Oh, it is Thursday." Nigga, just, just, just your whole day is fucked. Just, 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 just go lie down. Go, go lie down because you ain't ready for today. But I'm more curious as to what were you thinking when you literally get a text saying, hey, bro, can we do it later? And then you get another text saying, hey, bro, since it's Wednesday, I thought it was Thursday. Can we do it? <laughs> like, what were you thinking, bro? I, I have to well, ask. Oh, I'll, I'll say this. It confused the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the thing of it is, I caught it afterward. Oh. Okay. So I'm seeing, okay. hey, I thought it was, th- I didn't realize that it was Thursday. Disregard the last thing. Then I look down and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? That yeah, don't make no sense. That's it. Oh, he must have. Like, I'm Marty so confused drugs. with this. My drugs, man. It's we don't consider that a drug. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, that. So you gotta release that. You got to release that conditioning, sir. Gotta, yeah, you got to release that conditioning. Got to do it, baby. Got to do it anyway. <laughs> it's just, up it's been a weird 80s. week, bro. My week is. I don't know. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to get too too down. But I just. Uh, no, you know what? Never mind. I'm not even gonna talk about. It. Oh, I guess I fucking already brought it up. I don't really want to do it. Anyway, I'm going to do this as a brother. My mom's birthday was Monday. My mom's passed away. And it was, for some reason, I don't know, it, it, like, I could not, I, you know, plan to go out and switch the flowers on a grave site and could not make it out the house. And every single day after that has just been weird. Now, I didn't make it out there, but, like, I don't know, just my whole week has just been weird. And today has been the fucking weirdest. I don't, like, I just, I don't know what to do. It's just like, I'm kind of, I'm really waiting to get into. Uh, I, you know what? I should have texted you because I forgot what today is. I should have texted you, April Fools. <laughs> That's what I should have did. Uh, that would have made everything like, oh, okay, now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we're too old. I feel I, as much as I regret saying that I'm too old for certain things uh, because I mean I'm on TikTok with the rest of the damn Generation Z host, um, and. Uh, but but I think I, I'm too I'm too damn old for no damn April Fools. I have spent most of my time on social media all damn day with people sitting up here going, "She said yes, I'm pregnant." Like, th- th- no, you're not. No, you're not. I, I kind of ain't got shit better to do with your life. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nothing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. So, nah, maybe too much. But no, okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. I, 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 God, I, I just need to get my shit together real quick. <laughs> so I miss the text messages, though. My um, Drake used to, like, she's, fucking never mind. Don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I miss, I was going to say, I miss the old text me- What I was going to say is I miss the text messages because it just got to a point where it's like, I know what's coming. But I remember two years in a row, she did this thing where she texted me and she told me she was pregnant. <laughs> but... Like, I don't know. I feel like when you text that to somebody, the what you're hoping to get back is panic. And I wasn't. I was just like, oh, really? Cool. I was some, like something like that. 
And she was like, yeah, April Fool's. But you didn't give me the response I was looking for. So, oh. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, so, I think no, you, April you, Fool's. you need to step your April Fool's game up because uh, <laughs> your boy is a pro. <laughs> I just, I don't know. You got to step your game up. It's like, it's, it's April 1st and you're telling me that you're pregnant. Um, First thing that pops into my mind is you're joking with me. You know what the thing is, is that at that time, I wasn't really paying attention to April Fool's. And I just kind of lived in a world where April Fool's was just another day. It wasn't anything that, I don't know, was just on my radar. And yeah, it was something that just kind of kept going back. But it was just like, now all of a sudden, I don't know. I think it's a Pensacola isn't a, isn't a, um, a huge April Fool's Day town. But New Orleans is. They, they, everybody, like when I moved back, everybody had an April Fool's joke. When I, like the first couple of years, everybody had an April Fool's joke. It's died down now because I think we're all older, but <laughs> it, it, like, I, niggas love the April Fools. I'm not gonna lie to you. Niggas love it. it, it man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, <sighs> eh, feel whatever. All right. So I'm about to jump into arrogant observations, y'all, with that rough uh, preamble. But um, you ready for African observations, good sir? Yes, I am. All right, you heard the man. Uh, African observations. I had a lot of drinks. My mama told me, son, you could be anything. Long as you spread your wings, I know one day you'll be great. Just wait, soon you'll aim up at the sky and I'll watch it float away. But now that I am older, I'll admit that I am over. All the stress and shit that comes from older life upon your shoulders. It's a chore, I'm sick of being bored. I'm sick of always stressing over shit I could ignore. I guess it's just my own immaturity burning through me internally. Take imagination and making it a reality. So pause, yo, fuck it, I'll be right back. Pay a visit to the past, tell them all to kiss my ass for a second. Alright, good sir. What is on deck today? Okay. Georgia's being a pain in the ass. Close there. Um, yeah. So Georgia put in a list of these new voting laws, which of course are headed by Republicans to make things exponentially harder to uh vote namely for black and brown people. Now, the voter the what they've been doing the last few years is basically voter ID laws, which is and I mean, we're here in Louisiana, so we actually do have to we have for as long as I've been voting, we actually do have to show ID in order to vote. But in other states that's not necessarily the case. It's you go up there, what's your name? Um, my name is so and so, Jimmy. Shady. And, and, and well, but like I'm right here. But like I said, they'll do that, and they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, you can go ahead and vote. This is the booth. Go ahead and do your thing. Have a happy." Okay. How do you do? How do you feel about that system? I feel like it's easier than what we have here. We The only reason why we are essentially fine with it is because that voting law was put in over 20 years ago. We've been voting. When we started voting at the age of 18, we had to have a state ID or a driver's license. 
The problem with changing it the way that it has um, in different states where they don't, <laughs> um, in different states where they don't, is that, yo, do you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to take your ass to the DMV and get yourself a state ID? I have a panic attack thinking about that. It's money that you don't have. It is, uh, you have to pay for it. So it's money that you don't have. It's time that you have to take that if you are working like an hourly job, when are you going to take off? When are you going to take off and take the 17 to $24 that it takes to get a state ID? Also, what, uh, what if I'm not mistaken, Alabama has done is that they closed remote um OMV or Office of Motor Vehicle Offices. So it makes it exponentially harder to actually get a state ID. Even if you did have the so, time and the money to do so. Yeah. So yeah, it makes it harder. Now, in addition to a lot of the certain things that they put into place, one of them is they made it against the law to give people who are waiting to vote food or water while they're in the voting line. Why? Because niggers. Thing? Like, we don't want to, we can't afford to, you know, give you niggas food and water? No, no, because cause, cause oh. niggers want to vote. Oh, okay. That's, cool. that, that's the basics. Like I said, that's, that's the basics. The only time they give us water is when, you know, they're shooting a fire hose at us. Um, so what's he true? What's the so what is in place to make sure that if I walk up and say that I'm Jimmy from, you know, you know, from the Smith Jimmy's, um, who what what's in place to verify that I am the Jimmy of the Smiths? You give them your full name, they go to the voter registration and see, oh, this is Jimmy Smith. Okay, sign your name here. If you falsify that, which nobody does because nobody wants to fucking vote. True. If you falsify that, it's against the law. You can go to jail. Okay. You can literally go to jail if you sit up here and say, my name is Joe Jack Johnson. But if if, theoretically, if Joe Jack Johnson hasn't shown up yet and I get there first... And I vote and leave, and then Joe Jackson shows up. How are they gonna get me? Granted, okay, no, gonna... granted, granted, I know that is highly unlikely, believe me. I know we're playing in Superman territory right now with this evil villain plot. But you know what I'm saying? Theoretically, if that were to happen, I'm 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 free unless somebody knows me. Like, oh, I, I've seen that boy before down there at the strip club. I know where he be. Um, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> that's a realistic place. Like I've seen it. Can that be the title of the show? I've seen voter it. Fraud at, voter fraud at the strip club. <laughs> voter fraud at the strip Sure. Voter fraud at the strip club. Why not? Uh, okay. but, yeah, but no, so, like in that situation, what happens? And you can actually verify, very easily verify somebody's identity. You very you can you can very easily verify somebody's identity, especially if you're the federal fucking government. Um, 
Well, and it's it, easy to find out. Like running that, that stuff? Yeah, it's usually... Okay. It's usually either the federal or the state government, and that is the Council of Voting. Here in New Orleans, it's uh, the New Orleans, it, it, it's, I can't remember the actual name. Uh, it's like the Louisiana. In front of the church be working the voter booths here. <laughs> well, yeah, because the, the same, I'm telling you, in my district, these same old ladies for the last 15 years have been the ones. Oh, how you doing, baby? All right. All right. Last name W E Junior. said baby. He said Junior. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't hear. First name Joseph. No, that's the middle name. Hold on. Just get him the sign, girl. Just give him the sign, bro. Damn. All right, sign, sign your name right here. Lord Give him a mercy. Bertha. Shit. Gonna <laughs> well, we'll be here all day. Give me a second now. I'm, uh, okay, press that button right there. And y'all, you go ahead in there. And and you got about five minutes because they've shrunk. They've, said, they've shrunk the time. Yeah. 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 Because they but, usually uh, say, like, hey, it's five minutes. And especially now with COVID, uh, the one thing that they have done is that okay you've got a certain amount of time to go in there do your business <laughs> like you go into the fucking bathroom do your business and get out yeah. because they have to go out and last all the whole booth down yeah yeah and then be done with it that's why a lot yeah. of people and this is the reason why republicans have been doing this this is not just Georgia, it's Arizona, it's also Wisconsin, it's places that Trump, it's the swing states that Trump lost, and Trump started pissing his pants and talking about, oh, it's voter fraud because I lost, when everybody is saying, and when everybody is saying this is the safest election, period, they, um, a lot of them are getting rid of mail-in voting because they feel like mail-in voting is quote-unquote cheating, because, of course, they lost. And like I said, this all boils down to way too many niggers voted this time around. And yeah. we need to fix this. The most interesting part of this story. I hope you're getting to the uh, the arrest. Yes. Okay. Um, a, a young woman. I cannot remember this woman's name. And I'm going to put the clip right here of her getting arrested. Mm-hmm. She literally got arrested for knocking at the governor, um, whose name is Brian Kemp. Who Stacey Abrams hopefully, hopefully, hopefully defeats. I don't even live in Georgia. I have visited Georgia many times, but I had I don't fucking live in Georgia. Um, and I'm trying not to unless I'm being booked in Georgia. Anyway, they took this woman out in handcuffs. Uh, of course, President Biden, President Biden has said this is this is like Jim Crow. I've heard Jim Crow 2.0 so many times. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, can that not be a thing? Jim Crow 1.0 was kind of fucked up enough. We don't need Is it Jim Clark Crow Cannon? sequel. Art Cannon? Is that her name? I believe so. I believe, yeah. I, I wanted <laughs> to say that. If, I can't trust anything. You know, I'm not using the internet. Like, like I said, I'm editing it, so, so it'll be pop, it'll pop up <laughs> either here or or over here so 
I, I don't know where it will pop up, but it'll pop up in these two places. <laughs> but it's just it's just wow. And I, I feel like this is not the first time. And this is not going to be the last time that it's going on. Meanwhile, um, what is his name? Matt Getz is being accused of sex trafficking a 17-year-old girl. And nobody is talking about that. Um, Jim, oh, not, uh, Jim Jordan. All over the news and stuff saying that it was ridiculous and false allegations and stuff. I've seen him. I've seen two interviews where he basically says the same thing. Yeah, and of course, I mean, he's a white man in trouble. He's always going to say, I, I categorically don't agree with this. And these allegations are false. And this is just cancel culture coming to get me or whatnot. And that 17-year-old girl yeah, all of them have a guilty face. Him and all of them have a. So, like, if somebody said them, Carlson did something, I'd be like, "Yeah, he's got a guilty face. He did it." Well, Tucker Carlson is an awful human being. <laughs> so, whatever, what, whatever they say he did, he most likely did. And then they'll play this clip on his show, and then he's going to be there. It is because I'm a white man. The niggers, like, I mean, that the, they, they say that they are coming for me. It's like, no, no, honey. Nobody say that in, in an actual run. He'd only do that in the dry rehearsal. Yeah, he'll do that. In the- <laughs> he, he, he'd never let it slip for real. <laughs> but he'd throw it in on. I, on I just top. wish, I just wish at one point they all did and just kind of gave up the ghost. They're really close. They're like really, really close. But anytime the N-word slips out, they like blame type 1 diabetes for it. Um, I was hungry, man. So, I, I took some Cialis. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, my oh, sugar it was... It like, give you erections. It <laughs> I thought the bitch was white. I thought she was white. She was white! <laughs> I thought the bitch was white. Oh, but Rosie. Moving on. Rosie, I'm oh. Oh, no, no, Roseanne. I'm sorry. Not Rose, not Rose, Roseanne. No, no, Rosie, Rosie Roseanne is the one who, who was just annoying. Or was just annoying and got racist. Rosie O'Donnell was the one who's just annoying and got really, 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 really dikey. Um <laughs> what she did. Okay, don't quite agree with that one, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. So, so you're saying she's always been dyke. <laughs> I'm saying I haven't seen her recently to understand the transition from Rosie to dyke. But um, <laughs> I mean, maybe I am saying she's always been. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know what 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 the current uh scale is right now. I don't know what a well, you know, she's been out of so. she's been really out of the public spotlight for a really for for a minute for the last like five years so far. Yeah, um, like I don't so know. I, maybe she's gotten more. I guess I don't. I don't know. She's always seemed to be rosy. I just unless you're telling me she shaved her head and has like an arm full of tattoos and wears sleeveless shirts now. I mean, maybe that's more. But unless you know, short of that, nah. First of all. Or. That's way that's that's way too dikey. Um, well, I don't know, and I feel uncomfortable saying the word to begin with. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I feel that's like I've already done something wrong. 
That's because you're a good person. And I can say it all I want. Again, I am, the, I am a member of the LGBTQ community. I can say whatever the fuck I want, which segues into what I want to talk about next. Okay. So, <laughs> what you got? so, um, r- rapper and, um, and like Wrangler enthusiast, Lil Nas X released a video recently called Montero which is also call me by your name uh which everybody is calling which everybody is essentially calling call me by your name take a take a look at the clip oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I uh, that's that's i like the song that's that's i was calling to call me by my by your name too but i mean it, it could easily have been called that as well well he he like i said it's it, the whole title of the song is Montero which is Lil Nas X's actual like government name his name is Montero Hill so he's like it's called call me by your name it's caused people to get in a little bit of an uproar because in it um Mm -hmm. he's doing a lot (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. um I don't know it's He's not only doing a lot, there's demons or not, yeah, yeah, like serpent, devil, um, you know, placement holder folks come in, start licking on things that the camera's so close, you don't really know what, but damn sure looks like a crash to me. But, you know. Okay. So, in it, um, there, he, he's, first of all, all of, in true Eddie Murphy fashion, all of the characters are, of course, played by Lil Nas X. Yeah, um, that was a dope touch. I mean, like, they spent a lot of fucking money on this. So, I mean, listen, he wanted y'all to watch because he wanted you to see it and he wanted you to feel whatever you was going to feel, baby, because this video wasn't cheap. Let's start there. The video wasn't cheap. Not. It was not. Especially by today's standards. That shit was not cheap. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It includes, of course, um, a very fair haired little Nas X being tempted by a snake person. Um and and I guess filleted by said snake person. Um, I don't know. Is it a, fellatio if you just lick it? I I don't know. Oh, I know. Um, let let that <laughs> let not let that not be the title of the show. Here, yeah. <laughs> the title, baby. Is it still fellatio if you lick it? If you lick oh, it. Oh man, oh, Jesus. that shit ain't gonna get posted. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, fellatio is flagged as a word that they don't like. <laughs> it's like nope. <laughs> not on at least not on the video that's for damn sure um of course practices it no um he of course goes on to be judged by a coliseum full of people and subsequently stoned with a butt plug <laughs> oh shit is that a point where he gets stoned with butt plugs yes Okay, I must have been looking at something else when that happened. Okay, fair enough. I had to go back and watch it till the very end because I was like, I was doing shit and just listening to the music and not watching the video near the end and I had to go back and I'll tell you this. The song is an earworm if it ain't if if it's not anything. It will get stuck in your goddamn head. I'm about to sing this shit right now. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. No, you got it. Um, but uh, um, it, I gotta give he, at least the nigga knew to like not, I don't know. It's not attached to a song that I'm. I'm not gonna remember. I'm remember the song, and I'm gonna think of the video. Like they're gonna go hand in hand, and you know, for the rest of my life. So yes, you know, like I said, after after being um, stoned to death by a butt plug, 
he ascends to heaven, gets halfway there, and then, and this, is, I guess, is the most controversial, Paul dances into the fiery depths of hell, where he subsequently gives the devil a lap dance before breaking his neck and taking his throne. So, <laughs> right, when you say the whole thing, I'm just like, well, what's the problem? Why are people upset? I don't understand. <laughs> they say he's going to hell anyway. He's just saying he's going to run that motherfucker when he gets there. I don't understand. Okay, so don't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, so, of course, this caused a whole bunch of issues and problems and whatnot, and people are all upset. And, of course, what about the children? What about the children? And I'm going to say it point blank. And um, today is today's safe word is um, elliptical. Uh, yeah. Don't nobody give a fuck about your kids. I'm sorry. Nobody gives a fuck about your kids. No one. No one give and, and you on your head again, y'all say it again. Don't nobody give a fuck about your kids. Lawrence, insert fuck them kids by Martin Bradford right here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I would like to, if I may, and I don't want to spend too much time because we need to jump into my section so we don't run out of time here, but um I think there's a difference between don't nobody give a fuck about your kids and fuck them kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, cause How about both? I don't know. I mean, to an extent, I think nobody signed up to, you know what I'm saying, to monitor what goes in, what, what goes past your kids' eyes. I think I, I, I 100% stand behind that. I wouldn't, I can't 100%, nah, bro, I can't even board the ship of, uh, don't nobody give a fuck about your kids. I can board the fuck them kids ship, because uh, sometimes kids need to be told that shit. But, <laughs> but you know, that, okay. that, you know so, what I mean? It's like, it's, I mean, more so, it's not my responsibility. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? But okay, so let me, stand in what you feel, though, bro. Stand in what you feel. So let me add this caveat. Okay. Don't nobody give a fuck about your kids. That's your job. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> still harsh. Still a hard pill to swallow. But better. <laughs> but better. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying this. You can, <laughs> you can I'm, I'm trying to you clean can, it up here. You really are trying, and I, I can only give you credit for that, brother. Don't, don't even worry about the rest of shit. <laughs> He's trying. Uh, I'll I'll say this: the point of the matter of of don't nobody give a fuck about your kids. I'm saying the last time I checked, Lil Nas X does not have a degree in early childhood education. Um, Cardi B is not a teacher. Megan The Stallion is not a nun. None of these people are responsible for raising your kids. So when they put out these things that may be racy, that may be risque, it is your job to stop them from seeing these things that you quote unquote deem as inappropriate. What was that? There was a video. Let me finish. Okay. okay. No, no, no. I, wasn't gonna, I was just going to add. I wasn't going to attack anything you said. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, there was a video where 
Cardi B was like dancing around to one of her songs. I think it was Up, um, which is another earworm gets stuck in your head. And then her daughter is it what's her name? Culture? It wasn't WAP. Was it that wasn't a WAP fit. Maybe well, I don't remember. Yeah, I do remember. I don't know. Man, uh, I can't uh, Karma, remember. Karma, uh, Karma Culture, Cabrina. Culture. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I call the Karma. It's culture. <laughs> Culture, yeah. Because she, she always shows up when you don't need her to. Um, <laughs> ah, well, but but she came, she came, she came in the room and immediately Cardi turned off her own music. And people got in an uproar of that. But it's like, no, Cardi is a parent to that child. So she's going to be responsible for what that child sees. And if she knows she's talking about sex and all of that, yeah, you're going to put that away from a child who's two, three years old. So I, I don't understand. And here's also another thing. I understand where Lil Nas X is going, coming from. As somebody who has literally been told that my sexual orientation will land me in hell, I think not only is that, well, shit, if if I'm going to hell, well, I might as well have fun while I'm down there. It's also, it's also kind of a middle finger to a lot of those people. Uh, okay, sorry. This doesn't scare me anymore. I'm at a point where this doesn't scare me anymore. And for him to be at that point at like 20, good for him. I did and more power to him because there are folks that are 30, 40, 50 who are still in that closet. Donnie McClurkin came out with this video recently basically saying that he's probably going to be alone for the rest of his life. And I'm like, why? Just be gay. Ain't nothing wrong with being gay. Go, 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 go be gay, baby. <laughs> But he said he he's all he's I feel, always. I feel like if if Kurt Franklin can tell his son, you know, I'm gonna whoop your motherfucking ass and bitch ass nigga. I mean, you, you can have one day. You know, you, I mean, you get like I don't even understand what the no, like I know, I know, I know. It's like you can have one day, nigga. One that's all you gonna afford the nigga. But I'm just like, no, nah, I just I don't see the. Here's the thing. He's he's far gone. Like like we say, like Marty says. Because I know I'm I'm by myself here. But you can't save everybody. Everybody will not make it to the promised land. He is too far gone. And he's already made his decision. I would rather he do whatever he's doing in secret. I feel I feel a little better for him in that regard, but I don't believe he is. I believe he's I believe he's he's drinking that fucking Kool-Aid and he believes every word of it. So it's like, you know, he's too far gone. You can't save him. You've done even he's been on his even that he should know. And even that just to at one point, I always just kind of got irritated with Donnie McClurkin talking about this recovering homosexual thing. It's like, no, nigga, you just gay. It is what it is. But at the same point, I'm like, at this point, I'm just kind of like sad for him. Like, you are literally choosing to be alone for the rest of your life because this entire church culture, which is toxic as fuck. The black church can be toxic as fuck. I know, I, I know, I know the... Karen Clark fan, Karen Clark shared fans and the, the Kimberell fans are probably left the chat already, but black, black 
uh, church culture can be toxic as hell. Y'all sitting up here and the pastor sitting up here doing what he's doing, but y'all going to get on the minister of music because he like dudes. <laughs> like leave people alone, live the way you live. And I told, like I said, I saw it on a uh, post Mr. Bats put up, but, and I wish I did shout out to uh, your dig brand. Cause maybe they need to just go ahead and do that. But I just want a t-shirt that says, bro, just be gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can have a little, it can have, it can have a little, I'm giving up all the secrets. Give, have a little like rainbow line underneath it, bro, just be gay. <laughs> it is what it is. Good. You could, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I just have no words left for Donnie. He's gone. But for the video, as far as the video goes, um, with... Uh, oh, it was fun. I loved it. I, so, I, yeah, I, I dug the song, dug the video. Um, I don't, I, I can, so I'm, I'm a person who can, and I know I'm weird. I don't know, not in every, not in every case, but in this particular scenario, I know that, um, the representation of the devil and sort of playing with that shit in any way is is a no-go for a lot of people. It's a non-starter, and I get that. I'm not one of those people. I'm not completely, I'm not turned on by the devil, nor am I completely turned off by his presence. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just completely check me out. Um, so it- de- We literally grew up watching like Satan- on South Park, have a full-on sexual relationship with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> we did, we did, but like, I, like clearly not the rest of the world, or at least a certain population did not, or you know, weren't comfortable with it. Like I said, you know, that shit probably they saw the devil and turned the channel. They didn't get to see the origin. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I get, like I get it. Like <laughs> for some people, that turns them off. This for me doesn't. And I mean, I feel like. I feel like he gave y'all too much. It's like, and it's like at this point, this was a clear fuck it video. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. Whatever you feel, fuck it. Feel it. You know what I'm saying? It was a clear fuck it video, but he gave him too much shit. Because if there was no no presence of the devil, we'd be talking about how his ass slid down the pole. If he didn't slid down the pole, we'd be talking about how he had those red fucking uh, micro braids braided back to the back. We'd be talking about that shit. If If he didn't have that, we'd be talking about the fact that he's wearing a dress. And these other things, even though Young Thug, Uzi Vervy, Ververt, is everybody that fucking wore a dress and it's fine for them niggas to do it. I mean, it's still suspect according to the streets, but you know what I'm saying? Them niggas can do it and be fine and don't have a whole shut the internet down because of it. But you know what I'm saying? He does it like it's just, he. they would have found anything here. Thank God it's a catchy fucking bop or else they'd be dissing that shit too. It's like, I mean, he gave him too much in my personal opinion. And I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I just don't have the hangups that would make it interesting for me to kind of talk about this. All I can say is that I see the nigga spend money. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit takes time to dress up as every motherfucker. That shit don't just, you can't do that shit in an hour. Nigga, like this nigga is in makeup. They got lights. They got cameras. They got to set up. This nigga was committed. So as far as I'm concerned. And apparently, apparently. <laughs> Apparently, it took him about three weeks to learn how to actually pole dance to hell. 
and bravo again. Like that's that's all I can say. Like my opinion on the video, bravo. That's my opinion. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I um, I look forward. I I'm interested. <laughs> I'm intrigued, <laughs> but I don't know if I can wholeheartedly say I'm looking forward to it. I mean, like there was a couple times I said, "Oh shit, we doing this?" <laughs> like <laughs> the pole and the killing of the devil. All of that shit was kind of mild compared to the shit they hit you with in the beginning. Where I, I swear to God, fellatio is happening. We haven't confirmed whether or not we can call it fellatio. It was a couple licks, so maybe we can call it a Lil' Kim. I don't know. But something happened there, baby. Something happened. And I, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I want to see what else, uh, he's got in that head of his. I mean, I, I, I found this interesting. So fuck it. Yeah. What else you got? Apparently the album is coming in the summer. So good. I hope they got some more bops on. Good, good. Cause you're going to need some hits. And then like everybody's, this seems like the best marketing strategy ever. He's going to sell double shoes now as well, which he's they've not, sold out. Like, they've Nike, sold out already. But and Nike's like, we don't want anything to do with this fucking hit. I mean, it's the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like Nike is turned off by the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get me wrong, bro. I mean, we not like. I can't lie to you, bro, dude. I, I would sell the shit out of those fucking sneakers, nigga. And 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 pocket out better. I'd be sell, I'd be backlogging them motherfuckers. Yo, if, if y'all still want them, uh, well, right price, I might be able to get you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, but I... Uh, Nike's first statement was, "We want, we have nothing to do with this." We are not supporting. We 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 don't even have a deal with Little Nas X. That was the first statement. If that was true, my first statement would have been: Look forward to the uh, paperwork that we filing because we got all the uh, copy uh, faxes and copy sheets going. You know, we done ran out of toner. We got so much paperwork right now. We about to sue the shit out of these names. Putting our goddamn check on it and shit too, and we ain't get a check. Oh, nigga, if you got them shoes, you better save them because they're going to be the most expensive shoes Lil Nas X has ever made. Let me tell you that much. So okay. thank you, Eddie, good night. That would okay, I will say... I will say this. Um, Nike does plan to... Uh, Nike has tried to sell... Um, put a lawsuit against the oh. company that actually made it right. just to yeah. stop them from getting them. But yeah. here, just to stop them from selling them. But here's the thing. Statement. That was the second move, though. Like, that wasn't the first move. <laughs> Suing them. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was trying to distract them. You know, it's like, kind of a... To do with it, but they're really using the copy and the fax machines to fucking sue the shit out of these niggas. Like I said, it was a, it was a cease and desist thing. Okay. And like I said, they only said that they were going to sell like 666 of them. <laughs> and they sold them within like a couple of minutes <laughs> of releasing them. So problem solved. <laughs> I also want to tell you that yeah. the company that made these also made a Jesus shoe that is all white, has Czech filet on it, and has like holy water in the bottom of them and everything. So, I mean, this is just kind of kind of par for the course. Like, it's like, yeah, they kind of serve as both uh, the, the dark and the light. It's like, uh, whatever. And I mean, yeah. the, the devil, I, in my opinion, the devil doesn't exist anyway, but we're not ready to have that talk. Uh. Yeah, I didn't say all that, but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Shit, let's, I did. Let's not even jump there. Can we can we jump into Marty's world real fast before we uh because we approach yes. all right, awesome, awesome. All right, y'all. So um we're about to take these drugs. Goddamn, goddamn. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I started early. <laughs> uh, goddamn, goddamn. Long little cheap. Uh-uh-uh. It is my understanding that he does not run. You heard the man, he don't run, baby. I wish somebody would come at ease my troubling mind. Yeah. I wish somebody would come at ease my troubling mind. Oh, yes, I do. Why won't somebody come and ease my troubling mind? All right, good sir. So today we are talking about, you already hit the little Nas X thing, which I'm like, we were running out of time, so it's good we kind of got that out of the way. Uh, so have you watched, I can't believe it. I fucking hate autocorrect, bro. I swear I typed in Quavo, but the shit wrote quack. <laughs> well, Quavo is a quack, so fuck him anyway. <laughs> Yo, so okay. Um, Take care, nigga. Of, I don't have a lot of details. Uh, yeah, right. I don't have a lot of details about this. I've only seen the video and stuff. I've I've kind of heard that you know there's a little bit of you know there's some defense for both sides or you know people have picked sides or whatever. But so recently, for those of you who don't know, there was a video that I guess happened about what. Like, year ago some months ago between Quavo and Sweetie who are one's a rapper and the other one's a rapper as well or is she a singer the other one's a singer other one's a singer okay cool rapper singer yeah Yeah, have a little altercation which which you know if we want to say which the argument I heard was we want to say that he didn't hit her he did not hit her this isn't a video of him uh this isn't a video of that but there is a struggle there is a physical altercation um one person limps off um so i mean you know take take that as you will um i kind of i don't know it's just interesting that uh that was the argument that you know hey he didn't i ain't gonna be up here like he hit her or nothing bro i mean he hit her but you say niggas if that's your daughter And and this shit happened. Quavo, the nigga you know who is Quavo. You know this nigga. You know what I'm saying? He's a nigga like that. He's a nigga like Quavo. He gotta be actually Quavo. Be a nigga like Quavo. Because you know that nigga. You know that nigga grab You done seen him do some grabby shit. Is this nigga doing that shit to your daughter? Now, your response to it, to the family and to your daughter is, I'm not gonna act like he hit you or nothing. He ain't hit you. That's what you gonna say? Uh, and that's when you get your ass whooped. Yeah, I mean... No, we. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they don't build niggas like they used to. I don't know. I, I mean, they don't. That's kind of what it's, yeah, that's kind of what it's feeling like. They don't build them like they used to. So, um, yeah, this this sort of it's no. I will. I and it, I don't know. It's like I, I almost can't argue with that. Did he hit her? No, he didn't. But um, there was some fucking excitement. There, my brother. Uh, now, granted, also, I'm, I want to leave. Oh, yeah, I also, I, I'm sorry. I want to say this one last thing. There, there is some footage of her 
trying to swing and get that nigga and him kind of, you know, uh, Mayweather and I, so, you know, so, I mean, but like, let's just say, it's not a, it's not a, um, you know, clear black and white thing, man. This is, it's, it's gray as a motherfucker, but it's still, well, what's the word? Just, what everybody uses, it's toxic, baby. It's toxic. I'll just say this. We here at the Earth 30 Podcast want to know, want to let you know that there is more there is more levels to abuse than just physical. Physical is kind of where it ends up, but verbal, psychological is where it starts. So I God mean, only knows. It, starts, it, could, it could start there too, but I mean, we don't know this situation. Not to say that, that this, this, this situation, but you know, like you said, there are levels. There are levels. That, that listen there, are definite, there are definite levels, which is that going to segue into, into our second talk about Tina? Oh, I, I didn't. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We can talk about Tina. I didn't know you watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, so, I guess. Why I Ike remains hot garbage. Mm. Huh? Ike remains hot garbage. Yeah. Yes, he garbage. remains hot. I didn't think that there was going to be anything that. I mean, I, well, you know what? He's yeah, he's still hot garbage, bro. But like, he kind of to me bowed out of this or at least kind of stayed more silent than I felt like he could have. He could have been more vocal about sort of his side of it, which I don't feel like there was a lot of that out there. If there was any, I mean, I felt like I saw a couple of interviews that I had never ever seen before. He's and got a whole book. He's got a book. He, had a, Fair enough. he got a, He had a whole book <laughs> called what did it come Take, out? Uh, This had to be like 98 to like early 2000 called taking back my name wow okay i'm basically i'm yeah i'm kind of intrigued to to read it because like okay so we watched the documentary ladies and gentlemen we're talking about the documentary that aired uh last saturday on hbo uh on hbo actually it's available on hbo max now of course and on Mm -hmm. um it's a documentary where tina turner uh basically tells the story of her life like you know everything that's kind of been publicized and out there she kind of takes you into a couple more fills in a few blanks nooks and crannies and so we kind of take the journey though from her as a child uh in nutbush uh tennessee nashville nut tennessee nutbush yeah nutbush it's it's nutbush tennessee right all the way to where does she end up in switzerland or yeah, she's been switched. She got married and left the fucking country, which I mean, can't blame her. Right. Um, I don't know exact. I want to say Switzerland, but I could be wrong. But she ended up somewhere overseas, and we kind of take the journey, basically. But like we, for those of you who don't know, me and the Arrogant Observer, um, and I feel like I'm I'm right in saying this. We're both huge fans of the movie, um, and uh, it like the movie. My surprise was. Scary accurate to actually her retelling the story. It's almost it's as though she was very much so involved in sort of the the I don't know like the writing of it. Like she gave them very candid. Well, but go ahead. I'll, I'll say this: the movie, the ni- the movie that came out in ninety three. What's love got to do with it? Is based upon her book, I Tina. And if you remember in in the documentary, she basically wrote the book so people would stop asking her where the fuck is Ike. <laughs> and unfortunately, it backfired on her because now 
we have this thing and there are parts of that movie that are accurate, but there are parts of that movie that are wildly inaccurate. Um, yeah, yeah, no, bro. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. But for like, you know, like for story purposes, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. I was like, cause you gotta, gotta, you, you have to go into every biopic. Like not all of this is 100% true. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. To, right. But, um, but yeah, for for the things that were, I'm, when I say scarily ac- or scary accurate, um, I'm not so much as in terms of the, uh, at least what that that's not what struck me was the the violence or the the people or the Namiorenge cure the 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 fucking actual house looks like yeah yeah so that means that you know like that those spaces are very similar I don't know that was kind of creepy to me. You know, and because I'm sitting here. First of all, shout out to the editor of that film. Shout out to him because just the kind of way that they kind of interspersed not just her, but kind of interspersed her like chanting with like where she was and just even the but, one thing I. Th- yeah, those all those jump cuts. I was like, yeah, yes, good for you. Okay. Um, yeah. But the one thing that kind of comes into my mind when you talk about the scary accurate part of this was that I did not realize the whole her running across the freeway was a thing. I thought that they actually added that in. And no, she was like, I definitely ran across the damn Dallas freeway and to a Ramada to try and get away. And I'm like, holy shit. And I thought of you when I when I heard that saw that because Arrogant Observer, for those of you who don't know, loves to point out the the, the movie flub in that in uh, what's love got to do with it, where uh, apparently Tina's running in, you know, uh, dress shoes and all of a sudden, you know, switch to tennis shoes and then right back to dress shoes somehow, because you know. And like I, I said, <laughs> growing, growing up, and like I said, I added the clip just there. Um, <laughs> and I added dress shoes, yeah. tennis shoes. Yeah, you know. But I, first of all, I ain't shit. Everybody knows that. Um, but one of the things I realized just as being a filmmaker is that if you're going to have this woman running and ducking dodging cars, do you really want her to be in heels for her to slip, fall, and then, then in other news, Angela Bassett got runned over by a car on the set. What's love got to do with it? No, no, just let, let us see the sneakers and call it a night. <laughs> it's like, it's a flub. It is what it is. But, and also, too, another thing, so, well, I don't want to, I don't want to jump to that one first, so I want to say, well, let's start with the uh, Ike. So Ike for me was, um, I don't know. It's like, to me, Ike was just like this dude. But I was just like, man, fuck this nigga, man, the entire time. Like, that's just how I felt about him, right? And kind of um, having her talk about him and describe her life with him, you know, like that, that whole experience and just how it was in the beginning and, and who he was before they actually got together and you know like what kind of sparked this whole thing because like that's something that the movie never really touched on but but i guess was some somewhat in the music community uh, public knowledge that he wrote this this song called rocket 88 where his like trumpet player or something uh saxophone player 
wound up doing the, the, the actual vocals for it, they wound up, you know, it being a huge fucking hit. And he, that dude, like, he just left. You know what I'm saying? And that what kind of sparked the whole thing that we that you see a lot of in the movie was, I guess you you about you gonna you gonna, you gonna leave me now, huh? You know, like everybody else, like all the mother suckers did. And it's like, well, and it, it kind of lays a little bit more um, layers to, to to, or at least a little more foundation to where that uh, absolutely, originated. Absolutely, yeah. I think it for Ike. Ike was just uh, and we can make Ike out to be this monster but the truth of the matter is oh he was a lot of yeah he, he was at he, he had yeah but he was just as fucking damaged yes <laughs> he was very damaged he was he did this go to therapy y'all but he is somebody who is not just a damaged person who took it way too fucking far but he's also a product of the 50s and the 60s, which is the husband almost treats the wife like another another child. Mm-hmm. You have to control them like you got to control the kids. And that's something that was very prevalent in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s before the feminist movement started. Um, but... I was gonna say that they also they were in an era where like um domestic abuse was kind of common. It was you know and it, it wasn't talked and it it wasn't talked and one it wasn't talked about two and I, I'm learning this with my own family in certain situations you don't talk about shit that's going on in the house with anybody else, no matter what the fuck it is. It, I don't give a fuck if it is something small or something big. You don't talk about what what goes on in that house stays in that house, no matter how horrifying it may be. Yeah. So she stayed with him for what sixteen years, and this whole time she's laying, she's literally laying out. He he beat me upside the head with a fucking shoe stretcher. And he would whip me like to like whip me like a child, and I'm like, and it was in. But she and she also got into these really descriptive like he would he would have sex with me, or he would have sex with me, and he would beat me first, then he would have sex with me, and he would like you know what I'm saying. I, I'm giving you just the, the a very broad stroke, but she would go through it in detail, and it's yeah it just, it's it's disturbing it's disturbing yeah. to listen to and just speaking as somebody who is currently getting an advanced degree in like screenwriting i can now understand where the screenwriter of the movie would do that if you're sitting here and looking at that and he beat the shit out of me and then we would have sex yeah it may have been consensual but if I'm going to beat the shit out of you and then fuck you afterwards, it's not going to be pleasant for me because I'm just reeling from an ass whooping, you know? So I can see where, okay, I'm seeing this. How do I, how do I manifest that into that? And it turns into a rape scene. And yeah. yeah, And like I said, it, 
going back, that's a hard fucking scene to watch, man. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the. I guess that's what it is, man. The combination of all of that, the movie, the you know, the stuff that's like, yeah, maybe something like this happened. It didn't happen. It's, but then you have the actual description while the camera slowly pans through that house, that that real fucking house that was like the fucking movie, and it's just. The combination of all that, man, just kind of like breaks. I don't know, breaks me down. Dude. I was. It's uh, it's not. We you needed it was it, I, I, at one point I was like, damn, this shit is long. But like once you kind of get into it, man, it's like you need to kind of get out of the tunnel and into that triumphant phase that kind of takes part to kind of partially is is most of the last part of the movie. You know. So. Yeah. You need that. You 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 absolutely need that uh, with the first half of it. So, um, and of course, shout out just because because my black theater soul. Shout out to Katori Hall, uh, the creator of Key Valley. I realized <laughs> she fucking wrote the musical. I was I like, did. Oh, <laughs> I did. No, no, I second that. Black Actopedia, baby. Okay. Um, she's an actor, but. Well, whatever. Fuck it. No, yeah, you the black actor. I'm sorry. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, Katori Hall um, wrote this show, wrote this um, play called The Mountaintop, which, funny enough, Angela Bassett was in. She was uh, Angela Bassett and Sam Jackson was in it. She was the maid, and Sam Jackson was Martin Luther King. But she wrote the book to Tina Turner's musical. And of course, she wrote a play called Pussy Valley, which of course turned into the star show P Valley. Right. Uh, so Tori Hall's doing her thing. Shout out to her. Hell yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the last thing, um, last interesting thing I thought um from the documentary I found intriguing and enlightening was um when she talked her about mama. Yeah. I usually you said was that like that whole like experience with her mother and her mother never really wanted her or whatever, but like she was, she was always that. She was trying like real, like to be real nice about it. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't want me. She just wanted my success. And it's like, fuck that, that, like that, that's, that's really got to hurt, man. And you kind of see it in the pictures and stuff. And then you kind of, then you, my brain at least starts to cross reference that with Jennifer Lewis's character from the movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, mm, I, 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 the the woman you're describing seems like the type of woman who might dime you out to Ike and tell them where you at before you about to get on that bus. You kind of seem like you're describing a woman who would maybe do that. I don't know if that happened, and I'm not saying it did. I'm just saying description. Shh, shh. Yeah. I tell but you, she she was, made she made Joan Crawford look like a goddamn saint. <laughs> Yeah, it was sad though to kind of hear her actually tell the story about how like she was like her mom was there one day and then she wasn't, you know, and she was like she never came back for her, you know, and had that like that sense of abandonment and stuff. And but then like they get back into each other's lives, how she you know been up you know like took care of her. And like I said, in the midst of everything, she could have very easily never spoke to her again. Um, but still, but one the one thing, and I know we gotta kind of move toward the end. Yeah. Um, the one thing that just kind of made me really sad is that there's one part where there's a recording when, of course, Kurt Loder is writing Itina, where he ba- she basically said 
she has given out so much love and really hasn't gotten any love back in return. And I'm like, and just sitting here thinking about her mama, thinking about her, thinking about Ike and all of this. And I'm like, God, I certainly hope Tina ended up getting some sort of psychological help because that is a hell of a life. We sat here and we saw, oh, look at the magic of, oh, Ike and Tina. And then like, oh, Tina, what's love got to do with it and all of that. And I'm like, for her to be experiencing so much of this and to only truly find love at damn near 60 years old, I'm like, ugh, man. Oh, was she 60? I thought she was 50. Yeah, maybe she was 60. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean... Oh, I said damn near 60, so she was in her 50s. I'm like, bro, she got a younger dude. So, I mean, she... Come on, dude. She got a younger dude. And, of course, she... You know, she, she came... Hella she came... She genuinely found this motherfucker, like, hella uh, attractive. So, I mean, I feel like... She basically... Late, bro, she was like... He hit it. Hey, when you come back, when we come back to America. I want you to, I want you to make love to me. It's like, damn. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, Tina. <laughs> Fine, girl. I have no problem with that. <laughs> this going, dang. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's an amazing man. It was a, it was a, uh, uh, wow, just a, a ride. That was a journey, bro. That, uh, but yeah, I didn't expect to, I didn't expect to really like be into it as much as, as as much as I was, you know, but, um, yeah, it, I recommend it. But it hooks that, you. That section it yet, definitely hooks you. Into it. Um, any final thoughts though on it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, even if you did watch what's love got to do with it, that's not the full story. Go ahead and watch it. Yeah. I think they would work, um, amazingly well as companion pieces, but it's like, absolutely. Yeah, I would recommend personally. It'd be great if you could get the documentary, do the documentary first, and then watch the movie. But you know, you, you people, I, I don't know. I, I I hear. I used to be at a point where I, I hear documentary, and I'm like, ugh, you know what I'm saying. But now I man, did I'm too. Like, but I'm like, what? Which is called getting older. It's called getting. It's called being old. Yeah, yeah, I'm digging them now though. I'm I'm really into documentaries now at this point, man. Especially, I don't know. I feel like they have a lot of interesting shit out there now, you know. So, but anyway, my recommendations. Talk about yeah, um, yeah. Let's do that now. Let's let's push some drugs. Here we go. All right, good sir. What are you recommending? Well, I'm just going to go off the back of watch Tina Turner documentary, but my next one to watch is going to be that QAnon documentary. I want to see what makes these crazy motherfuckers tick. I watched, I watched like maybe 15, 10, maybe 10 minutes. I went 15 at the most of the first episode and I was like, what? <laughs> huh? And what, what? I don't know. I'm confused. I, I was confused. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm going back to this one. I mean, like, y'all can have it because whatever it is is bullshit anyway. And then you trying to explain it to me makes it feel like even bigger bullshit. So I'm just like, <laughs> I, I want to give it, I, I, if you watch it, bro, please let me know like it, how it hits you. Um, but I, I think it's something I may, I may revisit. Um, I've been watching, uh, I'm sorry. Were you done with your recommendation? <laughs> sorry, I'm up in the mind. You done? Okay, cool. I'm a, I'm recommending uh, on Hulu 
Uh, National Geographic has this uh, series called Genius. I know they did Einstein one time. I can't remember who the other person was. But uh, this year they did uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, and uh, Cynthia of both plays Aretha Franklin. And it is one of like, so I didn't realize how private Aretha Franklin was. But that was a very intense thing. And um, this movie is so candid that it's I, it, it almost feels disrespectful. You know, I mean, borderline. Because it, it, it really bears all. And um, it's, it's really interesting. It's uh, great performances. Except for one, bro, that I have to say that the man tried. Um, T.I. plays uh, Aretha Franklin, as I forget his name and his character's name, but he plays whoever uh, uh, Aretha Franklin's second husband was, I believe. And when I tell you, my boy, he tries, he really does. It's not a matter of he phoned it in or he didn't try his absolute T.I. best. It's a matter of being miscast. He shouldn't have been there, but he was. And, you know, at a Wait, certain point, Aretha Franklin's second husband... Wasn't Aretha Franklin's second husband Glenn Turman? No, 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 no. I think it was... So he was number three? To the, according to the... Yeah, according to the, um, to the, move, the show, uh, he's number three. Ah, gotcha. But yeah, <laughs> um, but he shows up too as uh, Luke James, and um, it's it's he's, he's you know I, I think Luke James is is a solid actor. So I mean, of course, I think he did he did fine. But um, Ti man, he tried, bro, he tried. But like that is the sore thumb of this show. Courtney B. Vance plays her father. Awesome, I, I like he should. I don't it's know. Courtney B. Vance. Uh, what? It's Courtney B. Vance. What do you expect? Oh right, right. Yeah, yo, yo, at this point, yeah. But, okay, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Courtney B. Vance is Courtney B. Vance now, but for a long time, my G, and maybe I'm by myself here, but for a long time, Courtney B. Vance was the dude who almost got jacked by Denzel Washington. Almost got robbed. If Denzel didn't have some wings to get back to, nigga would've got robbed. I'm just saying, he was that nigga me for a while I'm just saying which is funny because <laughs> I I would not now I would have said the phrase Giovanna Depo number one because he was in the original produ- production of Fences and Joe I can't remember um, he didn't play Troy he played he played the son he okay. originally played the son with James Earl Jones on Broadway. Oh, so, uh, so like I said, but Courtney you, Vance. Oh, I'm sorry. Finish, finish it up. Yeah, Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance has been doing his thing for a minute. He went to Yale with Angela Bassett, his wife. Bow. Bow. Black Actopedia. Hey, <laughs> gotta give it to him. We gotta come up with like a little uh, thing where Black Actopedia. <laughs> like somebody jumps up. Black Actopedia. <laughs> but um, anyway, um. Shit, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Courtney B. Vance is having like a sort of a resurgence to me. Like I don't feel like he was everywhere. Like I feel like he did. Uh, he played Johnny Cochran in that OJ thing, and it's just like he been hitting it out of the park ever ever since then. Like in a different way. It's like I, when, when I say that, I mean I. Have he won an Emmy for that. Consistently, uh, since then, what you say? 
he won an Emmy for that, if I'm not mistaken. He did win an Emmy for that. Yeah, he did win. Yeah, he did win an Emmy for that. Okay, but yeah, yeah, he's um, he's man, he. I, I have so much. I, I'm, I, I have so much respect for this cat, and I get excited whenever he's in something. So like when I saw him in it, I, that kind of have kept me going. But he's like, okay, so I, I don't even know how to describe it, bro. They talk about all her fucking business. And her whole life and career was about keeping shit private. And I'm just like, I don't, so, it's a dope, it's dope. I still recommend watching it, but like, man, I want to know. Because most of her family has kind of passed away. Like, those folks who you know, were around her, like, I believe her sister's still alive. But it's like, you know, the pop, uh, one of her sisters passed, her brother passed. It's like, her kids are probably still around. But it's like, y'all, I don't know, man, I don't know. Yeah, they keep it quiet. They keep things quiet. Yeah, but it's like, like even in the mo- in the show, they they like they purposefully, you know, show like. Now, granted, I don't know, bro. Like a lot of some some stuff happened to her, like before she was fifth, before she was sixteen. That um, it's just fucked up, bro. And then, but she we want we, we want you to actually watch the show, so we're not gonna say that, right? Of course. And she does some shit to her sister that no matter how you slice it, it's fucked up. <laughs> like, I don't know, in my head, I was just like, I paused and went to the restroom and I'm like, it's fucked up. And I'm like, well, is it fucked up? And I was like, no, this, this, and this. Now, if even if that wasn't happening, you got this one last thing, that this is your relative. You know what I'm saying? And that makes it fucked up. It's like, maybe if it was any other old singer, Maybe it wouldn't be so bad. But the fact that it's your sister, that makes it fucked up. But anyway, uh, watch watch Aretha. It's eight episodes. It's available on Hulu. It's called Genius uh, Aretha. So, um, you know, check it out. Uh, it's it's worth a watch. Um, you got to fuck you this week, good sir? Yes, but it's very, very quick. Awesome. I got a quick one, too. Uh, all right. So we getting ready to fuck some folks. Here we go. All right, so you go first. Okay, to all of you hotels, I'm going to need y'all to stop this notion of it's not because he's gay. Or here's the one that really pisses me off. Because um, Lil Mama is now part of the hotel gang and whatnot. They believe that gay folks are, are a plan by the white man. Uh, to depopulate the black race. Last time I checked, niggas was still having babies. <laughs> a lot of babies. Yeah. A, a whole lot. The numbers lately, but, you know, niggas making babies and breaking the fuck out, you know, leaving that responsibility for somebody else to take care of, um, hasn't slowed down very much. So... But also, here, here's the other thing. I'm sorry. The nervous. last time I checked, um... Gay people's genitals still work, and the la- also the last time I checked, there are a lot of n- gay niggas with babies. Yeah. Now I don't know where they came from, but they did very true, very true. Like I said, just because just because you like men does not mean your genitals don't work. Yeah. On the contrary, quite quite the contrary, actually. <laughs> like they 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 work a lot. Um, 
But can oh. you please, please stop saying that? And little mama, go sit your ass down. Don't, don't nobody want to hear your high take on some shit that you about transgender kids. Leave transgender people alone, please, for God's sake. <laughs> Well, mama, you was you was just in everybody's good graces. I mean, you fucking knocked it out the park with uh, the TLC movie. Now you just then you did your lip glosses. It's pretty good at it too. I can't remember what it was. I'm like, you know, just why don't you do this stuff instead? <laughs> do this instead. Your lip gloss is no longer popping, young lady. Cool thing. I would like to send a quick fuck you to security guards who were um, securing the uh, you know top flight security securing their hotel while an uh, Asian older Asian woman was attacked by this big burly piece of shit who can only eat a bag of dicks. I hope that rhymed, I meant for it to. Um, I wanna send a fuck you out. He are, he's gonna get fucking ways that I don't even wanna think about, so I'm just gonna let him be. But fuck us two security guards who instead of doing anything at all, like, um, I mean, anything, like, I don't know, sending a 911 text or anything. Uh, for those of you, for literally those, anything, anything. It's that, but what you did decide to do was close the door because you can't have that shit bleeding into our hotel. Uh, we we securing this shit. We securing that that shit don't get in. So uh, big swift fuck you, big you know um, Easter size bag of dicks for y'all. Um, hope you choke on them and um, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if you should be fired, but I think that before you are hired to do any sort of securing, that the person who's going to be hiring you needs to know that you you acted as a bitch ass nigga in, one, in, in an instance, and you 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 have video to prove it, and you must show that video, and then then they can decide whether or not they want to hire you. I don't think you shouldn't be able to. You know, I think you should even be able to earn a living, but I mean, I think that shit should follow you for the rest of your fucking life. Um, that's all I got. <clears throat> and let me just say this, just to add it quickly. Nope, gotta finish. Um, but just I'm we are not advocating you sitting up here and boxing this nigga on the street, but do fucking something. I mean, throw something, call somebody, do anything but close the goddamn door on a 65 year old woman. I want to be clear. I'm not saying not to box this nigga in the street. Now, granted, now hear, hear this out, y'all. Hear me out. Marty, the guy didn't make a fighter. Uh, the guy made a lover, not a fighter. But I'm at, a, I'm at a point now, maybe it's age, like we said, Marty old. Maybe it's just the world that we live in now, but it's like you can either you, you can't not fight. It's just like that's just no longer an option. You know what I'm saying? Like we just don't. I, I don't. I don't have it in me not to. And I, so I'm not. Yeah, I am saying box that motherfucker. I'm, I'm saying there's two of y'all motherfuckers, and there's one motherfucker beating down a sixty, sixty, some odd, seventy, some odd woman. Okay. Now, if two of you can't take down that nigga, y'all both deserve what you get. I mean, hey, if you go down swinging, hey, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll contribute to your GoFundMe for your medical bills, okay? But doing nothing, I'm sorry, it's just not an option. I, I, I'd have respect for if y'all both got y'all ass, but, but closing the door, swift fuck you. Absolutely. I'm saying box that motherfucker, slap boxing, get in the elevator, you know, like seven Jamaicans. Listen, do it, do it, do it. 
I told y'all, bruh, stay strapped. Y'all think I'm playing. Old people, y'all stay strapped too. I wish y'all wouldn't fucking drive, but at least while I'm on the road, I wish y'all just take this, take the street or something. Because, I mean, it's always y'all. When you be pulling up on that motherfucker, you like, what the fuck is wrong? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am Soulboy30. Check me out on Snapchat. That is LWeber584. And check me out on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com. The cat ain't no bitch. So the cat will actually box you. So, I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) And the cat is black, y'all. So, yeah, true. Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, Edwards504 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. You also want to go to LorainePictures.com, click on that Your30 tab, like, rate, share, get a comment thread started here. I mean, you want to troll us? I mean, Arrogant Observer might block you. I kind of want to talk about that, but we don't have enough time this week. Maybe we'll do, maybe I'll, I'll write it down and remember to bring it up the next The phrase week. the little Negro, the little white boy said but was... I didn't even get a chance to read it. I tried to go back and it's gone. Everything's gone. It was it was because because I blocked the motherfucker. Um, what was the last thing he said? He said you asked him, "Who, young man? Who are you? As old as you can be, young man? Who are you?" I wanted to show my age. I wanted to. No, I wanted to be like, "Look, look, young man, listen, <laughs> listen." <laughs> And and I was like, fuck it. Let me let me troll this bitch. I was bored at work. Don't you judge me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'm sorry. I was going on a whole nother joke. Glad you cut me off. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what? He said, he's, what? He, he answered your worst nightmare. And I'm like, I'm dealing with a child now. Oh, I need to just block you. I thought he wrote something else after that. Like something like I would never tune into you guys' show or something that I didn't get a chance to read. I saw yeah, it. He said something. He said something like that, but I can't remember it. And he's a little bitch anyway. So, I mean, yeah, it's like I, I wanted to kind of keep it going, bro. I wanted to see what else he had to say. Because, I mean, he wasn't really. I don't know. I was I was about to hit him with some Bane shit. Oh, so you think you're a nightmare? I was born in it. Okay. He adapted to it. <laughs> I was going to fuck with it. What did you tell me? I didn't he know. Was, <laughs> the young man was young and painfully white. He said his shit's at class of 23. I'm like, nigga, you haven't even graduated yet. And you're on a farm. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't even want. Like, I was just about to roast his whole thing. I was like, if it kept going, if it got to the point where we got personal, then I was going to start talking about his horses and chickens and shit. But, um, you know, I, it felt very, you know, playful. Um, you know, he could, he thinks he's my worst nightmare. He was, he was clear. He, I can say, <laughs> you have not, you don't know nightmare, nigga. Let me tell you, nightmare. Anyway, um, like I said, he was he was a little kid. He was probably bored at school and I was bored at work. So I had time and I was with the shits. But then I had the project to do. So I blocked his ass. It's like I was with the shits up up until a certain point. Then I had to cut the shits. But I feel you. I feel you, brother. Um, Anyway, check out folks we mess with. Uh, Check out Cinema Jam. Also on Lower End Pictures Network or wherever you get your podcast. Um, also want to check out the Fly With Bats Network, which houses the Fly With Bats uh, podcast. I keep turning to my left and seeing something and forgetting that there's a backdrop there. I'm thinking somebody's standing there looking at me. And I'm like, there shouldn't be anybody standing there looking at me. So I get a little freaked out that I remember what that's the backdrop. I'm sorry. Houses the Fly With Bats podcast, the uh, Acting While Black uh, podcast, and the Reviewing That podcast. 
Also, yes. check out. <laughs> also, check out the On the Lake podcast. You also want to check out the Self Aware Millennial podcast. You also mm-hmm. want to check out the uh, Sugar Sass and Sarcasm podcast. The mm. Gray Area Anime Podcast. Gray Anime Podcast. The Home Video Hustle Podcast. The Peanut Gallery Podcast. The uh, I, I think, think that's all of them. All right, cool, <laughs> wonderful, awesome. We got to get up to here today. It's been a pleasure. Thank y'all for listening and watching. Thank you, Arrogant Observer, for setting this uh nice little zoom up. It's awesome. It's amazing. Now we gonna. When is when is Kyle coming on, man? You you keep teasing me like, oh, Kyle. I I, I do it. I don't know. I just got, yeah. I think I just I think I just got to give him a hard time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I it was like, hey, what you doing at this time on this day? Oh, I ain't doing shit. Get your ass on the Zoom, bitch. Hey, self-aware millennial podcast. Arrogant observer is here. We go. Shit, because he says this started because of you, but really, uh, Mister Bats from the Fly with Bats podcast would like to say that. He disagrees with that. <laughs> he thinks it started with him. Oh now, my god. I don't know, but you know, I think y'all should maybe hash it out, you know, in the battle of the, you know, podcasters or something like that. But I will say this. Oh, yeah, the right. self-aware J J Mix behind the self-aware millennial just released two singles of hers. So go to the self-aware millennials IG and listen to them. Yes, listen to them because she came up with this idea. It was all, oh my God, according to the arrogant observer, because you know there was no mention of bats. I almost went into the little thing when you wrote it. I can't remember it was on Instagram. You're so shady. So bats. Uh, anything to say? <laughs> I was gonna be a damn shame. But um, nah, I decided not to. I just figured I'd save it for this exact moment right here. And uh, just spill it out. So yeah, cool. Uh, shout out. <laughs> all right, y'all. A damn shame. That's all I got. That's all I got. You got anything you uh, you need to tell folks before we get out of here? Stay conscious and six feet apart, and don't be an asshole. Your demand. Stay conscious and stay woke. Stay strapped always, because you never I never say that. <laughs> Listen, stay strapped, man. Get that nigga. <laughs> Listen. When when the revolution starts, <laughs> y'all know where to find me. <laughs> oh, you know. Lord. <laughs> exactly. Boom. There you go. Check me out. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, Peace. Uh, you're missing something, aren't you? Oh shit! Was I supposed to say something? Oh, Marte is out. See you later, folks. Hi, Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am very sorry. Hi, Marty. Marty out. See you later, folks. <laughs> and that's what we're going to end on. We're going to end on your damn winking. That's what we're going to end on. <laughs>